I'm E.J. Ionelli, and this is From the Studio. This morning, our guests are Jonathan Shuffield, who hosts the emerging podcast The Queer Centric, and local comedian Chris Jessup. And they're here today in anticipation of the debut of TQC, Now That's Entertainment, a brand new live talk show that's launching this weekend at the Spokane Central Library. So welcome, Jonathan, and welcome, Chris. Thank you so much for having us. And am I correct in that title? Is it TQC or is it The Queer Centric? Uh, It's TQC just because it's a little uh, different offshoot of the brand. Okay. So yeah, still the queer centric, but it's easier to put a title. <laughs> so well, that's acronyms good... make anything easier, you know. Yeah, yes. it, it condenses it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that's a good starting point actually to talk about the podcast from which this talk show sprang. Oh, definitely. So let's talk about the queer centric podcast of which you are the host. Wonderful. Yeah, and I and I love it. I had actually had a show prior to this called um, Outspoken a few years ago, and I left and took that show to Los Angeles. And so then I decided to come back because uh, you have to, like, take out a loan on your life to stay in Los Angeles <laughs> and came back. And my producer here in town called me and said, you're back and I, I need to do something with you. And so we got together and decided uh, to start a magazine, an online magazine called The Queer Centric. Um, and so we took that magazine. We used our connections to get interviews for that. And then we thought, you know, Jonathan misses the mic. And so then we decided to launch the actual uh, queer-centric broadcast, which I wanted to be a little different. I wanted it to be about talking about real issues that affect uh, communities and the queer community. So we have actors and things on, but we also have community members every week coming in to talk about what's concerning us at the moment. And when you say we, this is your producer, Kurt Schmierer, is that Kurt correct? Kurt Schmierer, yep, that's him. Okay. Yeah. And the topics that you cover, they all fall, you might say, under the queer umbrella because you have LGBTQ plus right. guests on. But what's fascinating about that is, so I always know it's crossover. There's, you know, Maya Angelou has a quote saying, we are more alike than we are. We are more alike than we are unalike. And I have always believed in that. Um, and so what's fascinating is we did a photo shoot in December. I always do Christmas shoot. We decided to make it fun. It was me and my really good friend who is, uh, I'm the the big burly bear guy, and he is just like a jock at 47. I don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did the shoot, and I got so many people writing in saying, these were from uh, middle-aged women. This was from, I got a lot of uh, emails from middle-aged men saying, thank you for giving me permission to accept my body where it's at. They weren't nude photos. They were just us being being regular people and not feeling like the rules had to be different for us. And John and I had a really good time doing it. And the the reaction is what shocked me and made me realize this show really is a way to bridge a lot of gaps because we all have so many of the same issues. We just talk about them from different sides. So that's why I wanted to start it. Yeah, and body positivity is one of the topics. I think it's factored into a few episodes at least. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that a lot. We talk about representation in the arts a lot. I I know a lot of artists, friends, and filmmakers, so we talk about that a lot. Uh, We'll talk about eating disorders, just everything you could ever imagine that is affecting us. We talk about politics, obviously. We've had on uh, people from the city council, things that would affect anybody. You know what I mean? Except it's it's filtered through our queer sensibilities. We and also I, talk about the importance of hydration on the show. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, and making sure that everybody out there is drinking water. Yes. Uh, as they say, hydrate or dihydrate. <laughs> this is your pet cause. Chris, why is this so important to you? Well, I mean, when you think about it, anybody who might be listening, you probably could use a little bit of water right now. 
You know what I mean? Like uh, most people just don't really think about it. And it's a it's a serious issue that's plaguing everybody. So we need to make sure that we're drinking more water. So everybody who's listening, go to the sink while you're listening and drink some water. For unless Chris. <laughs> Do it for Chris. Unless you're driving, then don't drive to the sink. Drive to the closest sink, not off the road or the river. That Hello. won't be good at Yes. <laughs> See, this is why I love comedians. <laughs> and Chris, you're a member of the, the writing team. Yeah. So you meet every Sunday and mm-hmm. come up with potential topics. Is that it? Well, I mean, we, we attempt it. I mean, it, <laughs> what kind of happens in the writer's room is we all just kind of get in there and then we just kind of sit and look at each other. And then all of a sudden ideas start to kind of gel and form. They're all really fun. They're all really gung-ho about, you know, making sure that we're all generating something that's really, like, just enjoyable to be a part of first off. Um, and, you know, we we talk about things in the writer's room that won't ever make it outside of the writer's room, and that's kind of the point. You know, we we go past the line to figure out where it was, and then we see what we can do to, get uh, you know, bring it to everybody else. But it's such a riot. It's one of my favorite parts of the week, and uh, we generate a lot of really interesting, <laughs> crazy ideas. So and we're there, time. too. We started it because we write sketches. Mm-hmm. So we'll all come in with sketch ideas. We'll read each other's scripts. We'll try to make it happen because yeah. we're launching a sketch show after this this live event. So it's fun to see the brains of the writers. Not everybody in that room is queer. It's We try to represent everybody in there, and that's what makes it even more fun. Yeah, that's great. A lot of different angles coming through and, you know, we're poking all those holes in the Swiss cheese. It's awesome. So does that mean these episodes are largely scripted or is this mostly brainstorming for topics? The the sketches are scripted. Mm-hmm. The the show itself is just what are some fun segments we can do. That's that show's never scripted, even though I think a lot of people would like it uh, <laughs> in the room when they're in the studio that day. If I would script it, that is spontaneous. I cut my teeth on live theater. I cut my teeth on live radio. I like that energy. You get something different. What we do in that room is we're going to offer, I think we talked a little before the show, we used to do audio sketches during the show. Well, since we're going to be going to video format, I just wanted to keep that humor because I'm a well-rounded human. I'm going to be very serious and passionate, but I love to laugh. So hanging out with comedians helps that a lot most of the time. No, it's it's great. I mean, when you're friends with comedians, it's never a dull time. You know, it's fun. It's great. (laughs) A little self-promotion there. Well, hey. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) And you started this in August of 2022, correct? I did, yes. And it was weekly from the get-go? Weekly from the get-go. Me and my producing partner don't know what doing things small is. Never heard of it. Don't don't understand it. Ask Chris when I uh, pitched doing the live show. It was, I don't think anybody knew what we were pitching. I think people thought it was a live podcast on stage, which it is, but I wanted to make it like that late night feeling and I needed a comedian and we have a musician and we have, uh, because the Oscars are here, we have a film critic driving over from Seattle to be on the show. We'll be showing little clips of movies. And we're talking about Now That's Entertainment. Now That's Entertainment. That's the live. We've moved from podcast to... Listen, I am an artist in the fact that my brain does not do anything linear. So, (laughs) yes, that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So let's wrap up the podcast portion. Thank God you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Herding cats. Yes, yes. So so it was weekly from the get-go. How has it evolved over time? So Kurt and I operate off of this philosophy that a project will tell you what it wants to be. So we know we want to start with, like we take it all very seriously. We thought long and hard before even naming it the queer-centric. So then it became weekly, and then Kurt and I will have weekly meetings and decide – well, I feel like we're supposed to do this, like we're supposed to add this to it, like uh, uh, the sketches. And so then it evolves and we have to keep each other in check 
because otherwise you have a live show that's coming. And so it's bigger than we anticipated. But I love that part of creating a project. And so it evolved uh, still weekly. Then it evolved to adding sketches. Then it evolved to go ahead and incorporating some actors and some musicians uh, that we used to work with. And yet keeping that balance of I need it to be community-based. So they have to, all actors have to agree to be part of the conversation. We're not here to do puff pieces or anything like that. We can support, number one, love to support artists. But this show is about something else. It's about a larger conversation. We have forgotten how to have discourse with each other and to talk without wanting to destroy each other. And I want to encourage that. Yeah, and I was looking at some of the guests that you've had on, and when you're discussing arts, some of your recurring guests are Michaela Daniels and Matt Schwenk. Oh, yeah. And then you also incorporate film reviews. I, I noticed that that's a recurring yes. topic. And so you've had Anthony Singleton yeah. as well as Nathan Box, who yes. does tie into – now that's entertainment. Look at that. That is a transition, <laughs> people. That is a, Yes, he's the one – I actually met Nathan when I was living in L.A., and we were roommates in North Hollywood. And the man takes a notebook – every Sunday and goes to see like two movies. And if you go to see a movie with him, it's very fascinating because he sits there and takes notes through the whole thing. He takes his craft so seriously. Even if he's just going out for personal enjoyment? I don't think he's ever seen a movie for personal enjoyment. (laughs) Like he loves it, but the way he enjoys it just isn't your typical, you know, I remember I saw Joker with him in North Hollywood and we were there and that movie is so... There's a lot in that movie. A lot. Yeah. And to see it with a person who's in there to dissect it, it was the strangest experience I've ever had. Yeah. So, and I don't, I don't, wouldn't say you go there for a feel-good movie when you're looking at the Joker. But yeah, so he, he has watched, oh, I had him give me a number one, 7,000-some movies. And he watches, for the Oscars every year, he watches every single Oscar-nominated film in all categories. So he starts from when it, when it begins until by the time he's here, Saturday for the show, he would have seen all of the list. And then I tell him we won't be talking about all of the list. (laughs) (laughs) I should watch movies from uh, the Oscars a few years ago. And then maybe I can talk to him about that. Do that. I just had to watch. We have top six he wants to talk about. I just finished watching The Whale yesterday down at... uh, I heard that was amazing. The Magic Lantern. It will destroy you. Cool. I can't say. And he warned me. And so I sent him a text before I went into the movie theater and I said... Just before I go in, I blame you now, and then I'll talk. And it was, and there were a bunch of wonderful people who went, and of course, I wanted to talk to all of them. And yeah, so now we're ready. I can talk about these movies. Well, I noticed some of these reviews also pop up on thequeercentric.com, yes. which is, explain that website to me. Because the chaos that is that website? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, basically, if you want to see how a creative brain works, just go to the website. Um, it is a place, it's a landing page for us to put, uh, we do a video version of our show every week. We do an audio version of our show every week. We uh, support that Nathan, I wanted to give him a platform to give his movie reviews. People respond to them. Uh, so much. They were, he was our first, like, oh, people want to hear this. You know what I mean? So they're on there because then we share them on all our, all our socials. Um, so it's the landing place to go, what are they doing now? And so wait, it's going to get crazier because now we're going to start shooting video with these sketches. And so we'll go, my producer, his brain is crazier than mine. So th- this is what you're seeing. But it's fun. Jonathan's also thinking about opening up a bakery to put on the website. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> various I mean. products, <laughs> bits and bobs. A knickknack exactly. shop is going to be opening on the Chris totally. <laughs> as, as long as there's coffee involved, I think we're okay. <laughs> 
And so the podcast has both an audio and video element. Yes. So it's podcast vodcast. Yeah, yes. Basically, I've we wanted to give people. Before. I hadn't either. That's I've heard great. vlog, but vodcast is better. Vodcast is great. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> T-shirts coming soon. <laughs> um, yeah, we wanted to give people because some people want to listen on the way to work. You have a podcast. That's awesome. Some people, I mean, look at the the rise of podcasts on YouTube. People go crazy. So somebody mentioned that. So then we decided to get into that. We have angles. It looks like a real show. You know, there's a wide angle. There's everybody gets their close up. And so we let that out. They they all come out on the same day, which is a miracle. Let me just say that to everyone. The work that goes into doing that comes out on Tuesdays. We drop a new show constantly. So yeah, you can see both of those. You can see articles. We're always reviewing the theater the Broadway that comes to town, we're always going to see it because I love theater. That's where I, I made my start. So, yeah, we're always doing something. Yeah. And the Queer Centric started as a digital magazine, yes. actually. And so there yeah. were a couple issues for that. There was, yeah. we And that was fascinating. Kurt's background is in magazines. He started a magazine years ago, Proud Times, that he built into this amazing thing and then sold it. And so he loves, he's a graphics artist by design and is uh, makes magic. He will make me, keep me looking 40 for the rest of my life. And so that's why I keep him around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we were able to talk to like one of the stars of Hacks on HBO Max. We were able to talk to the uh, first woman to helm the Pride series, which is Out Magazine and Advocate. And, you know, so... I'm fascinated how an artist works. I want to end, and I get accused a lot of I'm a cheerleader, but I'd much rather be a cheerleader. So maybe I'm your, I want to find what makes these people amazing. And I want to cheer that part on. Um, so I don't care if that means I didn't ask a horrible question. That's not my, it's not my purpose. I want to lift people up. So yeah, so we did that for a while and we still do now and then. Um, but that we wanted to evolve and that's how the podcast came about. Uh, Jonathan also uh, does whatever he can to make sure that his mini skirt is uh, pressed um, and his pom poms are flushed before uh, he brings them in. So, Always. Yeah. I mean, if you guys could see me in studio right now, it'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had digital magazine. Yes. Then we had podcast, vodcast. Yes. Podcast. And then we have evolved into now that's entertainment, which is yes. this live talk show. Yes. Why the offshoot? I sort of blame the library because uh, they are wonderful and they have sponsored this monster. Um, I love live theater. And I had said this like just between Kurt and I. It'd be cool if we did a live version of this. And I don't know if they have the place bugged. But all of a sudden, um, Shane over the library came to us one day before we were going in to do our show. And he's like, hey, so I hear you might want to do a live show. What would you think about doing it here? Because, you know, the third floor of the, the library, they've it's everything's changed. The stage is beautiful. Stage lighting. It's just this. They have all of the studios just amazing. And I thought, sure, uh, let's do that. And then I thought I loved going to see shows in L.A. That was my favorite thing to watch the creation, to sit in the audience and see how in the heck do they do this? And I thought we should do our own. And then I just started creating it. The library has been very gracious and let us have all creative control. Uh, I don't know if it's wise, but they have let me go. Um, yeah. And so we just started to create this night. I wanted it to feel like that. And there's a monologue. There's an opening number, just so you all know. You don't get to know what it is, but it's Chris, fun. did you script that monologue? Oh, well, I, 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 lent, I lent my my notes. I, I, I dipped my, my pen in some ink just to, you know, tweaks a few jokes and stuff um, and just offer a little bit of an opinion to make sure the intentionality was was coming through and to make sure that we're not alienating anybody else. 
He's um, good at keeping me in check. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes when people write jokes, like most people think like, yeah, there's probably a but to every joke. And we want to make sure that like, you know, when we are doing like a monologue or, or anything else that, you know, you want to include as much or as many people as possible. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have to cast a wide net and being able to kind of tweak the wordage and the beats and where the, you know, the perspective laughs might be. Um, right. It's all kind of a, a weird little math equation to kind of make it work. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully it, uh, hope, hopefully people respond to it. I think they will. And one of the things that is great about this show and having uh, so many brains on it, making sure that it's crafted, is we wanted it to be, we definitely don't shy away because you can't from the big gay guy on stage because I'm larger than life. But we wait wanted. Second, you're, wait, you're gay? Did I forget to tell you? Uh, oh my goodness. You told me. The week of. Now you're going to just. <laughs> wow. So I wanted it to feel like everybody was included and yet. Everybody was celebrated. Like, we don't shy away. This is the world we're in, and we're all going to have a whole, just a great time here, and that's the purpose. I mean, that's why I had it catered, because, you know, people love food. And so it's a way for us to come together. It's I'm going to tell gay jokes and Spokane pothole jokes and, you know, everything that is what our world is here. And I think the most important is start realizing that we are a community together because we've spent so many years dividing ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And thank God for people like Chris, who this is my favorite thing. So the monologues right now, and then I will get notes, just notes, <laughs> but it's so helpful, but it also stresses me out a little bit, but it's in the end, it's how you craft what's going to work the best. So, so carefully crafted monologue. You've got a house band in the form of Betsy rogue. Is that correct? No, Betsy couldn't do it. Now oh, it's, okay. it's actually Corey Eileen okay. is going to be, uh, took her place. If you haven't heard Betsy Rogue, you need to. So definitely go out and hear her. She will be on a future show. She's a, a, just an amazing musician. I Listen, I know some songs that are coming out. I'm just telling you, you're going to want to be there for it. Um, Corey Eileen is going to do it, and she's another amazing queer artist from Spokane. And uh, she hopped on board. Like I'm like, I have a week and a half. What do you think? And she's like, I'm there. So we created all the graphics for that. So she'll be there that night. It's being catered by Cynthia Monroe in the community. I've worked with her before. That's brilliant. Chris, you're on the show. Anthony Singleton is warming up the crowd. Yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff, man. It's going to be great. And Nathan Box is going to be talking Oscar commentary. Yeah, so he's going to be that main. Let's talk about the Oscars. Everybody gets a ballot when you walk in. You get a prize if you can beat Nathan's guest. So we're locking Nathan's ballot up. And then when the Oscars happen on the 12th of March, then we're going to open that safe and see how close he was. And if you do better than him, there's a prize for you. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that was a part of it. Oh, there's so much. There's so much about the show is being revealed to me. And we have a few days (laughs) left. We have a few days left. And and he gets a quiz on stage that night. So you all want to be there for that. (laughs) I didn't know this was back to school. So this fits in very well with what's going on at the Spokane Central Library because you've had uh, Bright Comet Theater there um, doing Lord of the Flies for the past couple of weeks. And then you've got Lilac City Live, which has been kind of- Which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And was this meant to augment and complement that? Uh, I have to admit that yes, but I didn't realize. So I I haven't been in town for a while. And so it's so funny. I would talk to Ryan, who hosts Lilac City Live, for weeks. I talked to him. He was so kind and he was always so complimentary. Never once did I say, oh, you do. Because I didn't know that there was this show and that he was the host. So I had to, a few months later, I had to send him a note saying, I promise I'm not a jerk. I just didn't realize. So you're awesome as well. So yeah, and I think it's great. The library thought, this is a new, 
um, kind of a different angle to look at this kind of thing. It's going to be a very different show. I support Lilac City very much. Um, it's a different show because I'm a different human. So I think it'll it'll offer something different than anybody else's, you know, that's doing it. So we can come together. And so in terms of audience being able to experience this, it is going to be live. There is going to be a live audience. About how many folks can that space accommodate? Uh, It can accommodate up to 300. I'm hoping for 250. That would be amazing. Give us a good crowd. It's a really nice space. Like if you haven't seen it, it's also a great excuse to come check it out. I'll also say the thing that shocks everyone and myself is that it's free. So come to the public, free show. come to this free show, enjoy good food just for you, enjoy good music and comedy, and just have a good time uh, while you're there. And so, yeah. And so if you see me living in a box by the river, uh, just wave. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then last thing, will it be live streamed? How will people who can't attend be able to experience it? I can tell you this. Um, Currently, there isn't a way without glitch to make it live stream, and that's okay. We need places to grow into. So hopefully in future shows. So what I've told my team is most important is those people in front of us. They get the best show we can give. If we can make a live stream happen, then then we do that. Uh, what I can tell you is there will be an edited version where we make it look like a TV show that will be released about a week after the show. But for now, if you want to experience this whole thing, that show is built for those people who come out and I want to experience it. And I guarantee you watch it once, you're going to want to come to the next show. Absolutely. Well, Jonathan and Chris, thank you so much for coming in today and talking about this. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I've been speaking with Jonathan Sheffield, who hosts the emerging podcast The Queer Centric, and local comedian Chris Jessup. The first ever TQC, Now That's Entertainment, takes place this Saturday. That's February 25th at the Spokane Central Library. You can get details and more information at thequeercentric.com.